what was step two going to be if you did find the address? Were you going to go steal your dog back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. And I'm Richie Redding. Our guest today, we are very psyched to have. So psyched. They are New York City comedy royalty with countless TV appearances between them. And they most recently appeared as a super gross Staten Island couple bossing around Pete Davidson <laughs> in The King of Staten Island. It's got to be Bonnie McFarlane and Rich Voss. Yay. What's up, guys? How you doing? Well, I mean... It's weird because in the intro, you can see how we're doing. We just we're in a movie and now we're doing a podcast. So obviously, <laughs> we're rapidly declining. If that bummed you out, then maybe I'll go to uh, a, a, an alternative intro that I found written about Bonnie on celebrityworth.com. <laughs> Since 2011, McFarlane has co-hosted the podcast My Wife Hates Me with her husband, Rich Voss, who is a special needs comedian. <laughs> How did that happen? That's, that's unbelievable. Like, it, it's it's such like a, a pot shot at you, like somebody that's obviously a fan, but like there's no other weird pot shots in any of those articles that I've ever read. Somebody took a swing at Rich. It's funny that they could go on your, I guess, IMDb. Like, I never went on any of that stuff and put, you know, they put my net worth at a dollar once. <laughs> Someone said that, you know, that... Which is more than we have, actually. The comedy seller of Wastaff, <laughs> you know, people were sending them donations, and someone somehow sent $5 under my name. So everybody thought, oh, my boss only donated $5. <laughs> <laughs> to his main club, you know, his wait staff. Uh, you know, and then Louie donated 25000 So it didn't matter what I put, you know. But every little bit helps though, Rich. That was pretty nice of you. <laughs> so there's a connection yeah, there's a story here, here that we, we have to, to get to right away that we usually ask people how they got their pets, but we actually know this time. Do you want me to take it away? Because uh, I'm such a good storyteller. I mean, yeah, it's between you and Rich. This is, this is all you. I'm out of this one. All right. Rich, do you remember the beginning part of the story? How it really began? <laughs> <laughs> you woke up next to each other. <laughs> I said, I know this part. Yeah, I said, I need, I need a puppy for payment. I don't know how you it started. I remember how it started because Rain and I had been looking for a little dog for a long time. And we even filled out paperwork and it just was taking, a, a, you know, it was quite a process. And and then Rich didn't really want a dog, but... No, I did. I wanted a shepherd. He wanted dog. a big dog. But he, he, he has this thing where it's like, if he wants something, he just goes... It just happens for him. He just gets it. <laughs> like, if he's like... One day, he'll be like, I need a dresser. And then he'll see the neighbor throwing out a dresser. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that actually. This is like the before yeah. the ninety days is, story yeah, here because I didn't before. know this backstory even. So yeah. Then he said, "I'll get, I'll get us a." He goes, "I'll get us a puppy." 
And then I guess he worked <laughs> with you maybe the next night or something. And he said to you that he needed a dog. The next yeah, night. Yeah, we, we were at Levity Live and you mentioned it to me and I was like, I'll tell Lisa. No, no, I was there. Yeah. And Rich said, get me a dog. That's when he, we were yeah. leaving. And I said, bye, Rich. Nice seeing you. And you said, get me a dog. I, th- <laughs> I also, I think the words free were also involved. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get me a free dog. Like, I don't want to do any paperwork. And you had like specifications. It had to be a little dog. It had to be something that your that your daughter could, could yeah. play with. You wanted a puppy. All yeah. the impossible things to find. And then? Yeah. No pressure. Final words. Get me a dog. Because Raina's 10th birthday was coming up. Wasn't yeah. it your birthday? I mean, yeah. when you go to a dog, the dog. When we went, they were outside PetSmart. All these dogs were in cages. You know, they go, we got to come to your house and see how you live. I go, our house is a lot nicer than that cage. And a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people you know, that try to get rescues give up after all the work they put, them, put you through. You know, yeah. obviously you don't want to put a dog in a bad home, but... It's a, you know, it's a huge barrier. I've known veterinarians who've gotten turned down because like they don't have yards. And I was like, come on, guys, what are you doing? Like, and I'm the, I'm the medical director of a rescue too. And that's because we're a good rescue, but there are rescues out there who really just get like way, their heads are so far up their butts and they make it so hard for people and for pets to get adopted. So yeah. Yeah. So you said, find me a dog. And I took that as a personal mission, I guess, because. And you had then, like an overnight shift. Yeah. Like it was like night. the next night. Yeah, yeah. I had an overnight shift. I went and what had happened was, what had happened. what had happened was these people came in with this tiny, teeny, tiny little eight week old Yorkie. She was so cute. And it, the problem was though, she was like really close to having a seizure. So she was like trembling and shaking and they were like, oh, we, we forgot to feed her. Oh, and you're looking at her like, and they're like, oh, we just forgot to feed her all day. And people don't know if they have a little puppy, especially little dogs who have like no body fat and no glucose stores, they can get hypoglycemic really quick. And uh, meaning like your brain runs on glucose. If you don't have sugar, if you're not eating, you'll go have seizures, comas, tremors, death. And so she was pretty close to that. So we rushed her back to the emergency. I fed her a little glucose and some food and she was so cute. She was all head, I sent you the video. She was like all head trembling and wobbly and we brought her back to life. And then I said to the people, well, we really need to keep her overnight because we need to keep her glucose up. We need to, we need to monitor her every hour. We need to make sure that this is like not going to be life-threatening again. And they said, oh no, we'll just take her home. And I said, you know, if you do that, she might not make it. And also you're going to have to check on her every two hours. And I said, look, if you don't want her, if you're not sure what you signed up for with this puppy, I am happy to take her. <laughs> and they were like, oh, okay. But they took her home. So they were like, nope, we're going to take her home. I made them send an against medical advice form. They took her home. And then I think I ended that shift at like one in the morning or something. I went home. I went to sleep the next morning. I woke up to my friend, another doctor saying, well, those people came back at four in the morning and you've got a puppy. (laughs) So I was like, Rich has a puppy. And that was that. It was crazy because that really doesn't happen. I mean, she was a purebred eight week old Yorkie. That just really doesn't happen a lot. It happens, but it's so rare. And it happened in that timing is insane. And then it, we picked her up on Raina's exact birthday. Yes. On our way home. We drove, um, we drove into New York. Uh, we live in Jersey and stopped at your place, picked her up. 
and Raina had no idea. So perfect. Are always, I swear, in our minds because we think of you all the time because our beautiful, beautiful dog that we have. And yeah. I just can't, I can't believe we lived life without her. Yeah. I mean, I'm only like $7,000 in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> she was a free puppy. Well, I'm just glad I didn't fuck it up, you know, that she didn't turn out to be, uh, you know, a little oh, devil. So she's dog. so cute. <laughs> she didn't even weigh a pound. She weighed point eight. I remember she weighed point eight three pounds when I first took her in. Point. She didn't even weigh a pound. What does she weigh now? Do you know? Seven pounds now. Oh my god! You can't leave the house without her going nuts. Jeez. She runs to the door. If you put now in quarantine, if we put on pants, she gets very. She knows she leave. It's not even shoes anymore. It's actual pants. <laughs> I don't see your ass. We have a big backyard. We have an acre of property. So she'll chase rabbits around and squirrels and, and groundhogs and stuff. Yeah, and she's she's never caught one rabbit, but well, you good. Know, I don't want her to catch her. <laughs> uh, just, just one. Give her a medal. Rich, what's are you keeping a uh, a tally of of how much dough she's costing you? This free dog. This dog. Well, no, I mean <laughs> it's probably around not much, maybe about. I, believe, seven, by the way, about seven thousand. That's all. It's not. <laughs> well, we had to put in hardwood floors. We took up all oh, our rugs. Okay, we, we had a hard time training her. <laughs> she listen. loved, but she did because I'd wanted hardwood floors for so long. So in my mind, it was like, thank you. It's a double win. <laughs> Basically, Bonnie's like the dog. Like we'll come up and lick, and I'll pet her and play with her. But like Raina, I don't really. Uh, I'm not involved in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> like I enjoy the fun parts, the licking and the petting the and licking. all the, the licking. And then <laughs> she'll lick me back. Uh, but Bonnie takes her plate. You know what I mean? And takes her out and stuff. It, I'm not going to lie. Uh, she's really Bonnie's dog. Cause Raina too is, you know, She's lazy. No, Raina plays with her no, a lot, Raina but Raina's fickle. She's young. I mean, you can't expect a 10-year-old. I mean, look, I, in every picture I ever drew of myself when I was little, I always had a dog with me. So my parents finally it felt so bad for me. They got me one. But I still didn't take care of it. You know, it was all I ever dreamed about. But I was 10. She's 10. She's, is she still 10? She's probably not still 10. <laughs> She'll be 13 oh this Oh, my month. God. Oh, wow. my God. Wow. wow. Crazy. Rich, you touched on your uh, your backyard, and I I was remiss in the in the intro that I did not plug your ongoing series, Landscaping with Rich. My quarantine is so boring. I have been enthralled by almost all of them. Uh, <laughs> I I think I think you're trolling people by doing it. I'm not sure what's happening, but what, there's. It's the most Kaufman-esque thing. I asked him, is it a joke or do you really think you're giving him a break? I don't know. I'd love to hear you answer that. Listen, I, I put uh, plants all along uh, my railing on the, on the, on the grass. And yeah. then I put like a birdhouse on he's, the he's post, a, like a birdhouse. He's obsessed. You just happen to have Andy right now. I just want nine more birdhouses to put along the railing. On every uh, post, I'm going to have a birdhouse. Okay. I look forward to it. I think I, 
what I'm going to start shooting though is this ongoing um, battle with the groundhog. That's what that's, that's what I was, what I was getting to. Yep, I saw uh, that. How mm-hmm. is the turf war? Hold on, I just want to put groundhog. this out here that groundhogs can be assholes. That's just what I want to say. That's it. Like they can be nasty. Like you don't want to approach them or like you. No, they're nasty. Yeah. Well, we yeah. maybe a little dicks, have a for sure. Trap that one got caught in. They go in to eat, and it closes behind them. So it's, it's not painful or anything, but. So I went out in the morning and I saw it in the trap and then Rich was literally, even though the groundhog was in a trap, was like, wouldn't get any close. It was like social distancing with the groundhog. (laughs) He wouldn't get close to it. And I had to take it out, (laughs) take it to our neighbor's property. (laughs) That was a baby and I know it's from the neighborhood because next door he, he has groundhogs with a family behind his shed. He wouldn't go on the other side of the fence. To help me let the groundhog out. He let, he let me do the whole thing while he stood back and, okay, uh, watch it. I told her how to work the trap. I, you know what I mean? But under my... <laughs> Toodles. I actually put a squirrel in it and I had to let the squirrel go. And he did the same thing with the squirrel. Yeah, squirrels, they're very... I, I'm not a big fan of uh, anywhere from ticks to bears and everything in between. <laughs> in our front yard, we have a bay window and they were burrowing. So I bought heavy... First of all, I tried to try. We caught two in traps, big ones, that the pest guy takes and releases them, like, way from our house. And they, they, <laughs> you know, they could screw up your foundation. They're, they're powerful. So then I went and bought heavy fencing, and I laid that down all along under the bay window. And then I put one foot by one foot cement bricks on top of the fencing. Then I put another layer of fencing and then I put the sod over it. But they're still trying to get down in there, but I I don't think they're going to be able to get through all of it. It's a proper turf war. I'm excited. This is the kind of thing you'll hear on Landscaping with Rich. I'm I'm out already. (laughs) I'm out $700 trying to keep Oh, he's really not keeping a tally of every penny he's been. No, it's just the groundhogs versus me. It's not like they're gophers and this is Caddyshack. These are big groundhogs that, you know, are trying to take advantage of me and my property. Yeah, they're trying to stick it to you, man. It's amazing how fast these big, fat things, they look like they're too low to the ground to move, but man, they can... They hustle. They go. Yeah. yeah. Well, as as much as this is a uh, an animal-friendly podcast, I am also trying... I have an, an animal. I've never seen one in person, but I hate it more than anything I've ever seen in my life. It is called the Harpy Eagle. It is the creepy... It's like one of the flying monkeys in, in uh, Wizard of Oz. I hate this thing so much, and I'm trying. I'm starting a campaign against the harpy eagle, and I would like you to join me in my hatred of it. Um, he has a bow and arrow. I have so. a crossbow. <laughs> Sweet, a crossbow. I have a crossbow. Oh my god! Look at the heart. Look at it sitting there, all arrogant. <laughs> I don't really like the name harpy. It's a, oh yeah, it's negative towards it, women my age. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking a bold feminist stance on this. I'm a big fan of birds, but my biggest fear. Look at the meanness. It looks like right? like it should be on Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a dude in a suit. Rats and bats. I only fear things that rhyme. <laughs> like I have the pest control Cats. guy coming over tomorrow. Uh, They're building a 190-unit townhouse right next to us. Oh, yeah. That's going to bring everything over. Yeah, so when we first moved here, you know, 
just to keep mice out and everything. I, I got this pest guy. He sprays the yard for ticks and everything. So uh, my roof is leaking, you know, in one area. But I won't go up in the attic. It's like one of those small, you know. Because that's where bats are? Well, they aren't now, but I'm scared. So I'll go up. I, the only <laughs> reason I'm having them come over tomorrow is, you know, I said, can you come spray for ticks? But he'll go up in the attic and I'll follow him. Uh, you know, so <laughs> I could put moth balls down because moth balls keep out bats and stuff. Okay. And, uh, uh, you know, but he's my personal guide through my attic. He doesn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> he's your Sherpa. Uh, so now that you have, have seen the Harpy Eagle, which even Josh Gondelman is on board with hating this bird because those things, they feast on howler monkeys. They rip monkeys out of trees and eat them. So I have a scenario for you. Rich, put yourself in this situation. You're walking as a family through a field, okay? It's you, Bonnie, your daughter, and your dog, Allie, all having a lovely, peaceful day. Then you hear a blood-curdling shriek and see a harpy eagle is swooping down upon you, heading right for you. A 22-pound devil bird and its razor-sharp claws are bent on tearing into flesh. Rich, what do you do? I push Bonnie out and Raina out of the way and I run. What do, what do I do? There's push us out of the way. You push us into it. Into it. Can I just say that when Raina was maybe five, we had a snapping turtle under our car and I was trying to get it out with a broom and it started walking towards us and Rich pushed Raina and ran ahead. <laughs> Years ago when I was single, you know, years and years ago, this girl came over my apartment and we're partying, you know, and she was very attractive. And I, I, I thought it would lead to something, which it would have. And we're sitting there and a bat flew in, was in the apartment. And I got up, pushed her out of the way and ran out the door. It's every man from school when bats and animals come at you. If only that was your first date, Bonnie. If that was only. <laughs> what would I do if that eagle came at me? I mean, I would. I mean, what What can you do? You grab it and you try to choke it. Wait, you think you're going to wrestle a harpy eagle out of the air? <laughs> Once it lands on I'm Bonnie, with like. <laughs> <laughs> We have a, a Cosmo-style personality test so that our listeners can better get to know your beloved Allie. Yeah. So you're going you're gonna to give her, her rankings on a scale from 1 to 10. Okay, uh, we're starting off with the Kinsey scale, 1 being the gayest, 10 being the straightest. Where does Allie fall? Well, she is misgendered a lot, and sometimes I even mm. misgender her. So I don't know where that falls <laughs> on the gay straight, but she's, I think maybe trans dog. <laughs> okay. That's that's different than a number. So I'll, I guess I'll say, um, huh. I'll give her a one. Gramability. How's she doing on the gram? On the what? Instagram, pop, pop. She gets a lot of likes. Okay. She doesn't have her own page though, correct? No. Okay. Keep those likes for yourself. I like your strategy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> savagery. Oh, zero. <laughs> zero. Straight zero. How savage is she? How savage is she? You mean like killer instincts? Yeah. Uh, well, she barks a lot when she hears a noise. So I, you know, okay. she'll run after other animals. I would think she's pretty good at that. Being, well, have you ever seen her with another dog? She's like, she immediately like 
just curls up. Yeah, because she doesn't want to let down her walls with other dogs, but she'll come at you. <laughs> if another dog was attacking us. Even I'm, when she's playing, if you go, ooh, she's, oh, she gets so right. sad. So you're saying she's just emotionally guarded, Rich? She's that in touch with, with her feelings? <laughs> She's always afraid to let people in, you know? Uh, <laughs> physical stamina. Oh, oh, oh. Very well. She, she's got a lot of energy. What, are you kidding me? I guess. Especially if you're trying to leave the house. I've never seen a door, dog attack a door. <laughs> trying to, you know, like, don't leave. Don't leave, you know. She'll, she'll grab your pant legs. She'll run all day long. She'll run when, you know, Bonnie or Rain is playing with her. <laughs> and when I tell her to get away, she... So quickly, if I like, if I go to sit on the just couch, give him a number. If got, oh, give him a number. <laughs> I was waiting if you were going to point out Rich's test taking skills at some point that, that he hasn't caught on to it being one to ten yet. <laughs> I, I like to give the reasons. Hey, you want to show no, your math? I like show your math. I like your essays. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, everything for me is a five. I'm neutral. <laughs> Okay, that, that sounded like a lot of stamina, though. Okay, uh, problem solving. Um, she's. The thing about Hallie, she's so, so smart and so, so stupid. Um, mm. I'll give her a five. I don't want to steal your answers. But. Right. Street smarts. How is she going to do on the mean streets of New Jersey? Well, if she, if, if, if she finds a good, you know, pimp, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe a Doberman to, to look over her. That's my her. dog you're talking okay. about. Okay. You know, <laughs> as cute as she is. You know, she'll learn. She'll, no, you know, zero. with the right Doberman looking over her, she'll do all right. She's cute. Bonnie, it's an honorable profession, okay? Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's, not. <laughs> it's honorable, just not my daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, any special skills? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, peeing on new carpets. <laughs> she, uh-huh. Oh, they were new carpets? Yeah. But no, even our throw rug. Uh, special skills making us happy when uh, things are sad. She's very, very loving. She's, she, she's a ball of love. Like I'll be sitting on the couch and she'll walk up on a pillow to lick me and stuff. And I, you know, I give her 30 seconds of time. You know, I'm busy. Uh, but <laughs> it's weird because she loves Rich most of all. Like when he gives her attention, she goes crazy. <laughs> it's like Bonnie and Raina, you know. But so cute. in three years, we taught her how to sit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's better than Chloe's doing in nine years. Yeah. Chloe, Chloe will only like, she assumes the position and she'll like tap her ass on the ground until the exact second that she gets a treat and then, then it's over. No more sit. How bougie is the girl? Um, she has, she has a lot of outfits. So, and she loves getting a sweater on. We need to see this more on Instagram, I think. Or maybe she really does need her own Instagram. I don't know. It's just- <laughs> well, I'll give her a seven. Cock blocking skills. Um, the opposite, right? I don't she know. Get, oh. She gets me a lot of cock. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it should be. Yeah. Just out cruising for dick with your yeah, dog. Duh. Yeah, duh. I mean, she's so cute. If you were single and you had this dog, you could. It's like every single person stops to pet this dog. Yeah, well, that was like when we had her when she was the teeniest, and I sent Richie out with her, right? And you oh, were like, that's right. Yeah, you were like, "Do you want me to get another girlfriend or what?" 
Yeah, she yeah. she was like, you can you can take the dog with you to the store. I was like, I have a girlfriend, I'm, I'm <laughs> but I took her, I, I had her outside for like a minute, and there was suddenly Swarms. just five like ballerinas were around me. <laughs> ballerinas. <laughs> we live across the street from a dance studio. I should qualify, but yeah, ballerinas. That wasn't just in his dreams. Yeah, uh, tutus and shit. <laughs> but teenage girls are like, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I'm the walker right in front of our. Hustler Club, that dance club in New York. <laughs> Look at the dog. Yeah, I think a bag of blow might get you uh, more friends at that place, though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any questions for uh, Dr. Lisa? She's been healthy. She just got a checkup a couple days ago, but she has these like pimples or something on her back. And they said they're too small to like remove. Yeah, to take. So usually, I mean, if we saw, and she's so young. So I mean, like if you're talking about like something like that's like mass, like usually we'd aspirate it. So take a little needle and stick it in there and get some cells out and then look at it under a microscope to say like, oh, this is scarier, isn't it? But if it's too small, that's a good size. Usually I say, if a mass doesn't go away in a month or doubles in size in a month. I keep thinking they're ticks. That's what like. Oh, yeah. You can always send me photos or videos. Uh, but she's so young. I mean, I wouldn't be overly concerned about it, especially if it's not doubling in size in a month or not growing at all. But I guess it's better than I get a ton of people who think that nipples are ticks. So they try to pick those off real hard. Eesh. So don't do that. <laughs> on, the, even though, on the open market, even though she's spaded, what do you think I could get? Financially, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't do Craigslist or eBay. Stop. Stop. Can can I get a shepherd to go along? Do you think shepherds, like I've heard stories years ago when I was small. I mean, younger. I'm not young. I used to have a she- I used to have a purebred shepherd that was stolen, uh, and I, I, you know, it was a pure stolen dog. Wow. Some I'm in, I w- in my neighborhoods. One of my roommates let it out to run and somebody said, it was a purebred, black, beautiful shepherd. When I want to get a well, shepherd. You just let it out. But what do, I wasn't home. I didn't do it. My room, what is the percentage of shepherds they say will turn sometimes on their owners or snap? Oh, uh, shepherds are tough. They're usually pretty loyal with you, but I mean, you know, they were bred to be what they are. They're, you know, if they come into the clinic, I don't trust them. They get muzzled for sure. But they are tough. Even the police, I mean, even I've seen them turn on the policemen that they work with. You know, they have to come in anytime we work with them. Like only the policemen can handle them. They have to be muzzled. They're they're tough. They're tough. They can be tough. But are we manifesting right now? Are you saying get me a shepherd? Because I'm not working in a clinic for a little while. So <laughs> what about St. Bernard's? They're, they're more a nicer temperament. St. Bernard's. Yes. Yes. I would say yes to a St. Bernard. I mean, they get all kinds of like skin and joint stuff, but they're so cute. I really love Newfoundlands. Yes. Newfies. And Anana from Peter Pan, right? Our neighbor has one black and white. It's beautiful. Yes. They're so cute. But they're not watchdogs like a shepherd, <laughs> are they? No, but they're big. I mean, I don't think anybody's, I mean, people who don't like dogs, they're not coming in the house. But no, they're so sweet. They were the Nana. And well, there's a lot of debate as of actually the St. Bernard community will say it's St. Bernard's or Newfoundland's will say it's Newfoundland's. But there's a lot of debate as to what the original Nana was in Peter Pan. You know, the dog that took care of the kids. 
So they're the sweetest. They're the best dogs. Get one. Get five. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. I love so them. So listeners, if you have a free German Shepherd or Newfoundland <laughs> or St. Bernard that you can deliver to New Jersey. I'll pick it and up. And if you want to be like loved 30 seconds a day. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Shepherd. You know, when I was younger, I had half Shepherd, half St. Bernard, a dog. And this dog was trained. You know, I would have it sit and it, would, it wouldn't eat until I clicked my finger. Uh, it, it was just trained. If I said sit here, and I walked away, it would stay there for as long until I came back. They're yeah, that, that's got to be a crazy looking dog too. I mean, it had to look cool. It was like I was young. I was like 21 or 22. Or, and then we got an apartment where no dogs were allowed. And I had to bring it to the pound. To, they weren't going to kill, you know. And then we, we, we got kicked out of the apartment. And I, wanted to, I broke into the dog pound one night to find the records where the dog was. And I couldn't what? Find it. Yeah, this was, uh, you know. Well, I was I was going to ask you, I was trying to figure out the timeline, if this overlapped with your criminal history. It was <laughs> a, a wild drug use. This was, you know, I was a partier. You know, I was yeah. 22, 22 years old, and we actually broke in, I think. Oh, my God. Just kidding. We didn't steal anything. I just wanted to find the records where my dog was given to. So I can go and get it and steal it back, but I never found the records. So you're like a cat burglar that's not stealing anything. That, that's some like some CIA shit. Like you, you literally just broke in with a with a flashlight. Yeah, and I just yeah, I just wanted to find out what home. That, it's kind of good that I didn't because yeah, someone had a kid or something that got attached to the dog. That that was my next question. Was what was step two going to be if you did find the address? Were you going to go steal your dog back? Yes. <laughs> But I was, you know, I'm 22, 23, drinking and partying. I, you know, I wasn't thinking clearly. You know, you're a kid. I mean, you loved your dog. I think that's thinking clearly. Who amongst us hasn't stolen back a dog from a a family (laughs) after surrendering it to the pound? Who? (laughs) (laughs) Totally normal, Rich. Stealing the neighbor's dog because that's how he got this dog he has now. Because uh, (laughs) what? There's so much dog treating it. So him and the other neighbors. Um, waited till the guy was gone and then stole the dog, but they got caught. And in order to not have the police or whatever, he just paid the guy $300 and took the dog. Okay. That's a hero. That's a very chill. Well, because he didn't want the dog. dog he just wanted the money. Sitch. I mean, money's yeah. better when you don't care about a dog and you're just neglecting it anyways. Yeah, if you're just some asshole. Well, you got, I know you guys have to keep it kind of short and you have been fantastic guests. There is only one thing left to do and that is to determine if you, Rich Voss, and Bonnie McFarlane deserve dogs. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. Okay, three questions, multiple choice, pass, fail. Okay. Rich, since you love them so much, perhaps your next pet will be a groundhog. Which of the following is a real name for groundhogs? Cooter rabbit, lawn possum, disco hamster, or whistle pig? How about uh, whistle pig? That is correct. (laughs) Yes, in some parts, they refer to groundhogs as 
whistle pigs. <laughs> so, fun fact, my mom, Betty Sue, was born in a place called Groundhog Holler, West Virginia. Mm. And I always thought it was the most ass-backward redneck name in the world until I learned yesterday that her place of birth could have been called Whistle Pig Holler, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. According to NJ101.5, if you have a groundhog in New Jersey, it is illegal to bring them inside your house as a pet. They also say there is no known poison that will kill them. The best way to make a groundhog go away once it is burrowed into your house or perhaps under the foundation in front of your bay window (laughs) is by doing what? Go full Karen and call the cops on it every time he's hanging out with his groundhog friends. Play Lou Bega's Mambo Number no. 5 on full blast like it's a hostage crisis. Uh-huh. Fill its burrow with cat shit or Epstein didn't kill himself. Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. That is, that, that is correct. Mm-hmm. But I'm also looking for another answer. To draw them out, you can throw moth balls down there. You got It's a multiple choice. You just pick oh, one of the ones that... According to 101.5. <laughs> well, first of all, those clowns, we listen to them, they stink. But I would go with... Um, <laughs> I would go with cat the cat uh, poop. Yeah. That is correct. Yes, they suggest that you take your cat's kitty litter every day and dump it in the hole, and it'll get sick of the smell of cat piss and leave on its own. Which, by the way, is also the reason I left my first apartment in Jersey City. <laughs> All right, so you guys are playing with house Final money question. right now. But <laughs> Vox ran a piece entitled, The 25 Worst Mammals to Keep as Pets. The list included shockers such as brown bear, black bear, bison, and moose. But I was surprised to learn that number one animal on the list also appeared four times as various different species. What animal was it? The red-ass baboon, badger, bats, or prairie dogs? Uh, I would say a baboon because I'll turn and rip your head off. Hi! (laughs) Rain is also weighing in on this. Would you like to take a, a swipe at this? So the worst kind of animal, Raina, this is for their 13-year-old daughter, for our listeners, uh, the worst kind of mammal to keep as a pet is either a baboon, badger, bat, or prairie dog. Badger. Oh, he's giving me. <laughs> I tried as hard as I could to give you the answer and help you cheat, but we've the entire Voss family, we've got red-ass baboon, we've got badger. But apparently their panel of experts thought you're better off having a pet moose or a 600-pound bear in your house than prairie dogs. And true to Vox style, they offered no explanation whatsoever. But <laughs> they, they do carry bubonic plague. I'll say oh, that. Oh, maybe it's the plague. Uh, maybe. Maybe yeah, it's the plague. They do. But it turns out, you, you deserve, deserve dogs! dogs. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, and thank God, because I gave you yours. So she's so cute. Tell people where to listen to you, please. I know you got to run, Rich. July 9th through 11th, I'll be at Good Nights Comedy Club in North Carolina. You can watch our roast, Voss Roast, for free on YouTube. It's amazing. Thank you. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for the dog. It's brought a lot of enjoyment and happiness uh, to Bonnie and Raina. <laughs> it, it, it brings me uh, no less joy than to send you every year on her time hop anniversary to send you her time hop videos because they're so cute. So I'll do that every year. And check out their podcast, My Wife Hates Me, also. It's very, very funny. Bonnie, can you plug your social stuff? Um, I'm Bonnie McFarlane on Twitter and on Instagram. And um, today I will post a picture of Callie. Oh, oh. yeah. 
<laughs> All right, this was awesome. You guys know you can She's find me at Richie Redding. Thank you so much, everybody, for sending me messages about my album. And uh, if uh, you don't need to buy it, just listen to it. I'm a comic. I want. I made an album so you can listen. I want to make you laugh. Please do that and follow me at, at Richie Redding. You might want to tell them what the album's called. It's called Number One Album <laughs> of the Year because I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you are a dick. I think that's why I liked you in the yeah. beginning. Okay, uh, uh, at Dr. Lisa Lipman. Uh, Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian.